Welcome to It's a Lot of Pressure podcast, episode six. I'm Lori Farnworth. And I'm Adrian Kirtland, and we're two working moms trying to figure out how to keep it all together. Today, we'll be talking about surviving the pandemic while staying at home. I mean, honestly, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have drinks? Drinky drinks? We have drinks. I've got a vodka Drinky lemonade. Drink. Oh, lemonade. It's about gone. We've been chatty for a while. So. <laughs> Here, <laughs> we what, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, we, we, at the same time, right? Oh, that Almost. didn't work exactly. That's it's all right. fine. That's all right. It's remote it kind of, it kind of uh, goes with our topic <laughs> here. Like, how do we survive this? Surviving yeah, this. What the heck just happened? What the heck just happened? Pandemic yeah. just happened. That's a word that we talked about in nursing school mm. and talked about random Man. things that might happen. Hey, friends, it happened. And you know because you're probably still at home too. We've been home. Today is May 16th. I don't know why I still question that since we talked about it an hour ago, but it's May 16th. We've been home since March 13th. Home, home. Oi. Oi. Right. That's the correct yeah. sentiment. Um, and for my oldest, his last day of school was Friday the 13th, which I think is entirely appropriate. <laughs> but really, like, we spent that whole week talking about it. Like, a mm-hmm. district in the Indianapolis area had gone out on Monday, and every day it's like, are we going to go back to school tomorrow? Are we going to go right. back to school tomorrow? What's going on? And then, so we had our last day, Friday the 13th was our last day of school. And for us, yeah. we had a two hour delay that day. And that way the teachers could meet as buildings and prep for what they were going to send the home, send the kids home with. Um, And then we began shelter in place orders, what, Sunday, I think, Sunday or Monday. So Yeah, Yeah. it was really quick after that. I remember my parents were here for the weekend and it was weird. Like we were out, I was out with my mom, like shopping just randomly at like Hobby Lobby or something. And it was just eerie. Like Uh people, you could feel this tension in the air of there's something Mm -hmm. happening and we don't have all the information, but now our kids aren't going to school. It Mm -hmm. was just very, what the heck is going on? And we, you know, heard about it and read about it on the news. Like, and as a, as a medical professional, even though I work from home, I'm in the patient's charts every day for the hospital and like reading what's happening. We hadn't seen much yet. It's just so weird now to think about back at that point, don't you think? Yeah, I do. Um, in fact, um, I remember that week when things were kind of happening and I was watching the news and um, I remember standing around with a bunch of teachers that were kind of like not really blue. They're like, yeah, this is nothing. This is not a thing. And I said, watch guys, we aren't coming back. We're done. Right. Right. And they were all kind of looking at me like, what are you talking about? And I said, have you really been watching the news? I said, this stuff is serious and it's about to hit hard real fast. And um, our last day was actually that Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we had a meeting. Um, I'm a teacher and we had a, a meeting on Wednesday morning where we put together what students would need for, uh, you know, the that projection was students would need for like 10 days of work. Which is right? just because completely our sp- laughable at this point. <laughs> our <laughs> our spring break was later. Com- yeah. Our spring break was coming up. So it was just kind of like, let's get ready for what, we, what we're going to do to send these kids home um, with, with enough work 
to get them through uh, till till spring break, right? Right, right. And uh, so we so we put it all together. We scrambled uh, teachers all over the place. I mean, all over the country, really. We're scrambling to put together lesson plans to send home with students. And, you know, for, for some schools, it was a little easier because they already had e-learning in place. So they could kind of, like, use what they already used for snow days and things like that. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. My school, we didn't have e-learning, so um, which is so we, different because your daughter's school yeah. does, right? Right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers was just hers was just like a normal like Plug snow play. kind of stuff, right? Right. Right. So I mean, it was still hard. I mean, that's still a lot of work for those teachers to put that stuff together. Yes. But um, but for our school, we didn't have that, so we just had to like go. Okay, well, we need the kids to read, you know, fiction. We need to get because I'm a language arts middle school teacher. We need them to read nonfiction and we need them to like do these certain things. And we kind of like laid out our standards that we needed and we put together what we needed to do. And then we just rolled it out that and then it was very confusing because, you know, some kids got it on time and some kids didn't trying to get all the packets because ours were just packets. They were just like copied, stapled packets. But you're not the only, you're not the only one. You know, I know I've mentioned on previous podcasts that we moved from Southern Indiana. They worked on packets the remainder of this school year. Oh my gosh. I can't. Only packets. Honestly. Right. I honestly can't imagine like how much headache that would be because, I mean, thankfully I I am very thankful that um, even though it it took some from our spring break, I, I was so thankful that our our township did decide um, to ultimately get devices out to all the kids and like roll into e-learning because we needed to. I mean, we had the devices. It was just a matter of like mobilizing and like making it all happen Mm -hmm. so that we could get the devices in the kids' hands and then start planning for e-learning because I was genuinely shocked when my oldest came home with a with his own device on that Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. So we're done with school. Who knows when right. we're going back, if we're going back. He came home yeah. with a device. And I'm like, That's oh, crazy. okay This is now. happening. Which for me, I had been telling my husband, like watching the mm-hmm. news and seeing the um, epidemiologists and the virologists and what they were talking about, my medical training, I'm going, this is a lot serious than what people are really saying. Yeah, and absolutely. it hadn't really hit here yet. We had a few yeah. cases. We, I think, by that end of the first week, I live in Johnson County, and we had like three cases in Johnson County, and everyone mm-hmm. was, you know, oh my goodness, it's like you guys, we, <laughs> we're not even, you don't even know what's I coming. Know. But like, I feel like I had prepared my husband, who's also a teacher, to be like, this is going to be a while. Like, buckle up. This is going to be a while. So I feel like he yeah. he was ready for that. Our kids weren't. They weren't ready for this sudden shift of life. They just they just weren't. So like what changed what specifically changed in your house? What changed in my house? Okay. So um I, you know, uh we kind of became teachers of our own kids really fast. Yeah, we did. Um, so not only am I a teacher and having to figure out how to do it remotely and um, dealing with all of the craziness that that comes with that, um, but having to then, my, you know, there's no there's no daycare. So right. my right. So my three year or my three year old, almost four year old, he's home mm-hmm. uh, and 
you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm now a teaching my first grader mm-hmm. or not really. I mean, working with her e-learning lessons and trying to help her through those right. um, while I'm teaching my seventh grade students. Um, and my husband's working from home anyway, so not much change from him, but, or for him. Um, but, uh, except the, for the fact that we're here with him. Right. Um, but, but, you know, trying to, trying to like figure out how like to get my daughter into hurry learning and help her through it. And also, uh, you know, keep my three-year-old from turning into a zombie. Because, you know, the screen time that like we always talk about the zombie stuff, right? Because it is so true. Um, So but but, you know, I'm over here uh, creating lessons, grading stuff. And um, it's tricky trying to figure out how to make it all happen um, at the right times. Everybody's got their Zoom meetings. You know, my husband's now doing Zoom meetings. Lucy's my, my daughter's doing Zoom meetings. I've got our, we do hangout meets through my school, but we have our meetings, like our department meetings and our uh, meetings with my students. And it's just, uh, it's a it lot. Becomes a, it becomes a little overwhelming. And all yeah. of those, all of those meetings are honestly like, I'm, I'm kind of like reading about, you know, how it's affecting us. Like, it seems like those, all those zoom meetings and all of, all of those, like, interactions where you're seeing each other's faces it should feel more comfortable seeing each other's faces but it's faces. so stressful it is it's really stressful and your body and your brain knows that those people are also looking at a screen and um it's not the same it's as not. looking into someone's eyes and it's honestly not. i turn off my camera a lot of times during those because i just yeah. want to hear the voices and talk right. like i don't i don't mind the meetings but sometimes having all of those eyes looking at the same time just like yeah. they're just zombie expressions right. right not that that's anybody's fault but it is it's very stressful seeing all of that. And, well, and there's, um, I feel like there's so trying to take on, all that in. Right. Like there's so much going on that, you know, we feel it like the school day has to start at a certain time to make sure that mm-hmm. we get our work done. And then there's sure. a Google meet for the kids. And then there's a workout later because my son's swimming. <laughs> and then there's, you know, my husband has his meetings he has to do. I have a daily conference call at 10. That's always been there. So yeah, like for me, I've always worked, I've worked at home for the last five years. So mm-hmm. we had a very specific routine and now we've included, right. now we've dropped everything. And now my oldest and my husband are here during that routine and they have their own stuff that needs to be accomplished. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to drop mine and just kind of manipulate around what they have to have done. Um, because <laughs> Although my husband's a teacher, I really, he's a, he's a high school teacher. So I'm the one that's kind of helping the second grader, like help him with his stuff. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, you know, but now he's home and he's an assistant athletic director. So there's no extracurricular, extracurricular activities. There's no, which swim season was done for him. He's a coach too, but that's done, but there's no spring sports. My son doesn't have swimming or Cub Scouts. He missed the Pinewood Derby this year was supposed to be on the weekend that everything shut down. I know. And his car was done. Like we'd worked so hard. Like it was really disappointing to him. 
and Lucy, my uh, my uh, yeah. middle my middle one is supposed to start t-ball this spring and we still uh, haven't started so it's things like that you know that like life just shut down we it did you know, we shut down you know, we still kids- have the we still have the wooden box the the wood the wood piece for Lucy's um, Pinewood Derby yeah. because for Girl Scouts we do one too we call it oh powder, you do powder, I didn't powder even know puff that. derby yeah yeah we, we do it's called powder puff derby derby powder puff is that right probably yeah. um so but they do one too and in fact we were supposed to be joining a um a Boy Scout um, den or a boy. Yeah. I don't know. They're, pack, they're probably. They, yeah. Probably the pack. I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know all of the nomenclature. That's okay. I don't know boy yours scout. either. <laughs> You're the girl scout but leader. Any- I'm the boy. I'm the cub scout mom. So it's fine. Yeah. So, um, but we were supposed to be joining a boy scout, a pack, I guess, um, to do, uh, the Pinewood Derby, and yeah, everything kind of fell through. Everything we still stopped got the, that weekend. We still got the wood block there to like carve for carve yeah. for a car, and we don't really know what's going to happen. So we got and it actually, ours we just was supposed to be that weekend, like that Saturday oh that everything stopped. It was March fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be oh. that day. So the cars were done, and we were ready. Like mm. that's why our parents Aww. were here. They were all coming to watch the Derby. They were it was watching so the sad. Derby. Yeah. It was well, so you know sad. we. We also just got like yesterday, just got an announcement um from from the Indiana the Central Indiana Girl Scouts um uh, organization that uh, discussed camp, and I just sent that to all my all my girl my Girl Scout troops about do you still have stuff about or is it all camp canceled? being canceled? Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. all canceled. Yeah. Now they have some uh, opportunities for individual troops to do things, but I haven't read enough about it to really sure. understand what's going on. Ours is all we I'm had a, a Cub little Scout leery Zoom. about it. Yeah, we had a Cub mm-hmm. Scout Zoom this week talking yeah. about that, and everything's canceled at this point. We're still Gosh. in that mode, and I think it's just because we just don't know as we start to progress out. You know, are we waiting for a second surge that's just going to shut everything right. down? And so, yeah. how do we plan? How far in advance do we plan? That's, that's kind of where we are. So along with the dichotomy of like, now my husband's teaching from home and now we're teaching our second grader, um, which I have to commend his teacher. She did a phenomenal job with what they were given in the short amount of time that they had, you know, to prepare. Yeah, Lou, uh, my daughter's teacher, um, did a great job putting yeah, everything together. I, mean, too. I think they, with, with their township, um, they actually all of the elementary teachers kind of like work together oh, and they great. all have kind of like a really streamlined thing that like for each grade they're doing. So like for kindergarten, they have a particular, um, you know, line of things that they're doing. And for first grade, they have a particular stream of things that are doing. So right. it's very um, clear and concise and um, it's easy to interpret. Yeah. For me, anyway, the the key, the <laughs> trick of it is translating that without that teacher to the child. Because my gosh, I am not, I am not a first grade teacher, and um, my daughter kind of loses it sometimes when I'm going <laughs> through the e learning and trying to help her through it. Even though yeah. I feel like I'm being very, you know, I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a 
you know, putting it out there in a, in a really nice way. And ultimately sometimes we kind of lose it a little bit. I can completely tears come completely and, sympathize gosh, with that. Hard. The last two weeks of school, which we're done now. Are you guys, your guys are done now too, aren't you? Are yeah, you the daughter's yeah. Uh, lessons are done. Yeah. I still, with my seventh grader, still have until Wednesday of next week. Okay, okay. We're we're done. And <laughs> the last two weeks of school, I had to teach new math concepts. First of all, Boy. I am not a math teacher. I'm not a teacher yeah. at all. I'm a nurse and I'm an ICU nurse in my brain. So that is not something I had to teach fractions and two-digit oh, oh subtraction. I mean, I almost pooped my pants. That's how upset <laughs> I – like, I watched his videos alone before I let him watch them to make sure that I understood the method that they were teaching. It was so bad. Oh it my, gave me so bad. much anxiety. I would rather be coding a patient at any point than teaching my oh. son fractions. It was awful. And it was really, thankfully, only a couple of days. And then we did two-digit subtraction for a couple of days. And then we were done. And it was over. But I had so much anxiety about that. Like, I can just I feel my throat it. closing up. It was awful. Oh, my gosh. Awful. Well, like, you know, when e-learning starts every morning, I I kind of have this. I'm, like, really trying to get it together. And I go, okay, look, today. <laughs> you put your teacher voice on. The, like, we're going to read this really great book. And then right. ultimately, you know, like, then I'm faced with um, a – I don't understand. I would do it. I, you know, right. it's just the constant complaints or, or, or just the, like, you know, I think it's, I think honestly, it's not about that. It's, it, uh, boils down to we're not in school. These kids we're don't not. really the expectations under- are kids, so different. Yeah. These kids don't understand. Like right. they, you know, they really, they, they love their teachers. They and, do. Um, my daughter's teacher is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I'm trying to present it and be excited and stuff, she doesn't want to see me in that role. <laughs> no, she no. See me in that role. She wants to see me in the role of mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to get your food. I'm going to get. I was just about to say <laughs> the snack queen. Like, get right. my snacks. <laughs> you know? um, so uh, being in the role of the teacher in front of your child. Right. Um, is, is not something that, that, um, that our kids are really prepared for. And sometimes I I kind of, I think about those people who actually homeschool and I'm like, wow, God bless their souls. That is, that is just, that's amazing. I I have a couple really (laughs) close friends that do that. And when this yeah, all started, I know. I'm I have, like, I don't know how you do right. this every day. Oh, my gosh. Multiple because children, multiple grade levels. Is, I don't know how you do this. Yeah, it is. Right. Um, and, and, and truly, you know, here's the thing. They don't do it the same way that we're, no. we're having and to do. No, and they're not expected like, to stay home like we were. No, no, no. I mean, no. Right. Uh, truly, people who homeschool, they are creating the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It is part of life. Like they're just like, they're, they're, they're doing it so seamlessly that, um, because I know people who homeschool, they're doing it so seamlessly 
that it seems that it's part of daily life. You know, they're, right, they're cooking right. Everybody's something. Everybody's in a routine. And they're doing the Everybody knows the expectations. You know, right. we had to learn new yeah. expectations. That's- and so then I really felt like all of a sudden we had all these hours to fill. Because yeah. before, you know, mm-hmm. we had an early morning. My oldest got on the bus about five till seven and he would get mm-hmm. home at like 2.35. So we have an earlier day. And mm-hmm. not only that, we had, you know, the preschool, my middle one had preschool two days a week, two full days a week. And then the other days that we were off, like we filled with all these things that we can't go do now. So it's like, right. what do we do to fill the time? And we can't go anywhere. We can't. Mm-hmm. We can't even go to the playground because the playgrounds are closed right. with big fences around them. So like the first thing we had was when we started this, so we went off on a Friday. That Monday we came back the first two weeks, we had five days a week, which was a lot. I felt like it was really overwhelming for those first two weeks. We had e-learning every day for five days a week. And then they bumped our spring break and added an extra week where we normally would have only had one week for spring break. We ended up having two. Right. So that first Mm -hmm. month was really weird. Two weeks were really intense, and then we had two weeks off. So it was very odd. But what I think I found so fascinating, and I know you and I have, I mean, we've texted multiple times, thousands of times a day, (laughs) every day during all of this, but like all of of these suddenly online, on screen, which, you know, Mm -hmm. bane of my existence, but (laughs) all of these online things just happened because people saw the need for kids to have other ways to learn. And so, I mean, it has just been, it's such a a way for our society to speak as a whole. Absolutely. To say, we're going to embrace the children and we're going to provide them with opportunities to do something in the way that they prefer to learn, which is through a screen now. Sure. This is a way that we can give them other things. So for instance, like, um, I know you guys have done some mm-hmm. different stuff than we have, and you've been telling me about some of your science stuff too. Oh, yeah. We love science mom. It's science mom and math dad, really, but the math dad stuff is a little too high level for uh, my daughter. So the science mom is fantastic. I absolutely love them. Um, I even went to their website and I subscribed and I actually paid money to um, be a patron to their uh, group, like what they're Mm -hmm. doing, because it's so incredible. Every Friday, they have a scientist live who talks about their job. So a couple weeks ago, they had a paleontologist. This Friday, they had- Right up her alley. Oh, yeah. And that's my daughter's thing. Paleontology, Uh geology. Um, She absolutely loves dinosaurs and paleontology. So um, so we we watched that. And in fact, that led me to some other stuff. So we actually found um, Fossil Fridays through that paleontology um, expert that was on there. Um, on that day, but every Friday they have another scientist that goes live and that they talk about their job and what they do and how they became um, in that position. So That's my good. daughter decided, yeah, my mm-hmm. daughter, um, she's seven mm-hmm. 
Um, and when she was about three, she told me she wanted to be a paleontologist. Right. So that makes total sense. <laughs> My son wants to be um, a um, robot builder because he aw. wants to use drones to help. People. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, to help that's a great right. idea. So we've, um, we've so talked about, you know, the we military have... applications and stuff like that. So he's really into coding and robotics and STEM stuff. That's what we do. Yeah. There's some really yeah. cool coding programs out there too. Oh, for that sure. Might be good mm-hmm. for him too. Um, yeah. But we've looked at, you know, we've watched a lot of Science Mom. And um, if you subscribe to her and you pay to be a patron, in fact, you get um, these really cute pins that say um, science <laughs> Shameless <mom>. plug. <laughs> oh, yeah, it. totally. And, um, and like these really cute pun stickers that are um, scientific. And so one of there was like one about Schrodinger's cat and there's like a sticker that was about um, penicillin. They were like really oh, cute. Fun. And, I um, love that. Lucy. And my daughter, um, she didn't really understand them. So the 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 whole the point the, the what was cool about them sending these stickers was uh, when they send these stickers with all these science puns, um, I had to actually look then you up had the to explain to, them <laughs> to find yeah to like find a YouTube video that was right. um, appropriate for her age right. to help her understand. So then, oh my gosh, she thought the stickers were hilarious after she actually learned about how penicillin was discovered through mold and how um you know the the schrodinger's cat whole thing you know that uh, it was really fun so um so yeah we really enjoyed that um indianapolis children's museum facebook live streams have been really fun um they've done lots of little cute experiments yeah. Yes, Cincinnati Zoo I is love great. That. Yeah. Even so the baby they, who's just two, she loved that. Yeah, because yeah. they like bring their cute animals mm-hmm. and, and show something that's new um at the zoo or something like that. Right. Um and um uh, so we've really enjoyed all of the cool content that has been created through this thing. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of stuff that's available uh that you can get that you can get that um maybe maybe you wouldn't have been able to get as easily before so um i think that's been a really great benefit that we have um benefited from benefit that we've benefited from (laughs) (laughs) i see where you're going but yes it's been nice it's It's been been it you know, normally I feel like consumerism is like how much money can people make off of this stuff? And I felt like all of a sudden we were just completely inundated with all these mm. free things to yeah. keep kids learning. And it's totally. fantastic. Free subscriptions to all sorts of things that you would have paid an arm and a leg for before. And um, one of the things my my husband is, a, I don't know, triathlete, I guess. Um, more the yeah. more the running and biking less, or more the running and swimming less the biking. So he's been doing all this running and stuff since the weather's been nice. But mm-hmm. um, my my oldest is a swimmer. He swims club and swims like an hour and a half ish, three days a week, sometimes four. And so all of a sudden we're just home and we're like, oh no, he's got to do something. And between my husband's job and my job you know, keeping me on the computer during the day. Like we've got to have something to get him moving. 
um, more than just a walk around the neighborhood at some point. So my husband found this um, British guy and it's, it's a YouTube channel, PE with Joe. And he really is a PE teacher, but he also is um, like a best-selling author and does like trainings and has this whole workout realm that he does. And he's doing kid-friendly, family-friendly, daily 30-minute exercise programs. And they are so cool because not only is he just like, okay, now we're going to do this, but some of the moves are animal-themed and his wife and daughter will come on. Her daughter's a little younger than mine. um, So she's like not even quite two yet. And she'll be on there and they do trivia that's kid-based. So where, you know, what city is the Eiffel Tower in? And what was the name of the first Disney character? And it's so much fun. And as although my oldest is not excited about doing it now mm-hmm. because we've been doing it every day, Monday through Friday for so long, but he's they have themes. So on Fridays is like fancy dress Friday and they get to dress up Aww. in a costume. And <laughs> like, it's so cool. He's been featured on their Instagram page because my husband's really big into making sure like that he – promotes it and like it's very right. cool it's just something different that's not like it's using a screen but it's not just with the, with her science stuff it's using mm-hmm. a screen but using it for more than just I'm gonna watch a video I'm going right. to do something I'm gonna learn something I'm gonna engage and I'm gonna take something out of it like that's I think what has been the biggest part of trying to incorporate the screens into the learning is trying to keep them engaged in what they're doing without just another monotonous video. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, we don't really do uh, any kind of PE programming. I, I really like the idea of it. Um, we used to do a thing called Cosmic Kids. My daughter and I would do Cosmic Kids, which is a um, a kind of a kids yoga Ooh, I didn't um, know that. Program. So what they do is it's this lady who does um she does like this whole yoga program based on these characters and movies and stuff. So there might be like she'll go, okay, we're gonna do this on Frozen now. So oh, okay. they'll do this whole yoga thing mm-hmm. based on, okay, now you're Elsa and you're um you know, throwing your ice across the room or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they would have you do certain moves, yoga moves, yep. um, based on the character or what was happening in the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like I need to get my kids back into that because we really had a good time with it. And it's been a while since we've gotten to Cosmic Kids, Cosmic Kids Yoga. Um, and I really like to do yoga. It's kind of why it just sort of like, clicked with me as you were talking I was like hmm yeah I need to like get my kids back into yoga again well, because to you be really enjoyed 100% that it was fun. full disclosure PE with Joe is something my husband does with him yeah yeah and 99% uh, of the time I am working on my computer and watching them right. because I need to be in the same room as motivation to keep the eight-year-old uh-huh. engaged but like totally. my husband does every move with him Every single cardio move. I am not a huge fan of cardio. Um, I would rather do yoga. So it's not really my thing. Um, I've done some with him, like maybe five over this whole time. But they do it Mm -hmm. Monday. I mean, they do it together Monday through Friday. 
So I'm really proud of him, my eight-year-old, and that he still does it and he's, you know, not outright refusing, but, um, you know, he, he's still engaged and he still likes the trivia and that kind of thing, because I mean, it's hard work. He's sweating at the end too. It's, it's work. But then, yeah. you know, we kind of bribe him, like, if you do your workout, then you can have some screen time later. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. If you bribe him with something, that, oh, makes, yeah. that definitely makes a difference. Bribery makes parenting easier. I'm a full <laughs> support of that. Absolutely. The other thing. And I know that, that did, you guys. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. That's fine. The other thing that we did at the beginning for the first, like, I think three or three or four weeks was, um, I don't know if your kids like Mo Willems. But mm, um, yes, uh, don't let the pigeon drive the bus. But more yes. so, my boys love Piggy and Gerald, like obsessed <laughs> with those books. And so um, he was doing lunchtime doodles with Mo, and it was on at one o'clock every day. It was a new episode put on by the um, what is it, the Kennedy Foundation, and um, it was in his studio, and he would pull out, which I think is where he lost some of the younger generation, but he would pull out like drawings from books and like how he explained, like how he would make a book and how things right. would come together. And it was fantastic to see like his process. Now the kids really just wanted him to draw something and teach them how to draw something, but yeah. it was, I thought it was really cool. So oh, yeah, I my, mean, besides my kids that, liked it too. Yeah, uh, my daughter. My daughter also enjoyed that. We only watched it for a, a like a, maybe a week, I and mean, yeah. we didn't really watch it very long. I think because there were so many other distractions, and so many things going on. But there were um, definitely lunchtime doodles were a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, his his little his little shows were pretty cool, and we yeah. enjoyed them. I think the other thing that I think helped us pass all that time was just the fact that the weather was starting to warm up. Mm. Like we were able to take a walk outside every day or at least not every day, but um, you know, it's Indiana in March and April. So <laughs> it's kind of hit and miss, but a couple we were, days a week. I mean, that's yeah, enough. That is enough because we, we have to break up the monotony of being inside right. all day, every day. Um, yeah. So I think that really, that helped us a lot. Yeah, we we walked the dog um, mm -hmm. a little more. Um, I'd like to try to get the kids in the wagon even <laughs> and just pull them around. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really feel like now that things are starting to get um, – now that things are starting to get um, – you know, even warmer. I want to, I want to get the kids out on their bikes. And uh, my oldest is almost ready to ditch her training wheel. She's not quite there. She doesn't mm -hmm. really feel as confident about it, but I'm definitely, I, I definitely think she's ready, um, to make that happen. So, yeah. so what do you find you're like really struggling with right now? I, I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe. Um, yeah. But, you know, like restrictions are kind of starting to get lifted. Although now yeah. I wasn't a germaphobe before, but oh. I sure am now. And oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't even think about it. But it was the not being able to go anywhere. 
Like Mm -hmm. we lost our children's museum days and we just bought our membership and we had just found a mom group that we really liked like mops that we, it's not mops, but it's a different, you know, mom group thing that that. we, yeah, that we really liked. It was every Tuesday and Fridays was our fun day when we would go do a new adventure every Friday and we lost all of that. And I think that was the hardest part was just how do we fill the hours of the day and still get all of our things done that have to get done? Like my job and my husband's job now from home and the education and the stress of Mm -hmm. keeping it all together. Mm. Well, you know, and filling the hours, you know, you said filling the hours of the day, but filling the hours of the day with something that's enriching, you know, yeah. going to the museum and going to the zoo and yeah. and the library, all of those things um, bring so much joy and, and, and educate our right. children as well, that mm. when we're not able to go to them, it's, it's, uh, it's tough for us. It's tough for them. Um, they don't really understand it. We have pretty young kids, right? Our, our kid, right. I mean, they 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 understand it to a point, but it's at a very surface level. It's not. Um, they don't understand the full extent of what it means. Exactly. Yeah. 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 My so, four-year-old. Um, you know, if we say, "Well, we can't do something," or he'll say to someone. Well, we can't do that because of coronavirus, but he doesn't know what that means. He yeah, just knows he, that's the generic response. That's the reason. Yeah, exactly. That's what we say. The reason we're saying. Yeah. And then there's the so, larger issue of, you know, the possibility of contracting and transmitting mm, it to our immediate families, but also to sure. our parents, all of our parents who are older and right. some have health issues. And then like I still have a significant number of grandparents like we can't see them because of the danger yeah. and the risk that's hard that's hard when you're a whole yes, world you're is. shut home and then you cut out all of those people yeah so that's I think that's what I struggle with the most yeah I, I do too and not being able to be with your people is really mm-hmm. hard and um although I love all being able to do those meetings, those hangout calls and the Zoom meetings and all of that, it doesn't replace. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, and honestly, for the young kids, it's hard for them to even comprehend what's happening during those meetings. So um, I, you know, or during those calls, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's tough for them. One, one um, light I see at the end of the tunnel is I do see things like libraries are starting to um, open up a little bit and Mm -hmm. be available for curbside pickup. In fact, um, the Indianapolis Public Library is um, transitioning to curbside pickup on Monday of this mm-hmm. next week. So I'm go really excited. I've yeah. already put, I've already put some books on hold for the kids mm-hmm. and um, they've got, they've got procedures in place to help keep their um, books sanitized, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm, Was that something, I'm hopeful. Did you check out a bunch before this? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, no, I wasn't one of those people that like went to the library to grab a bunch before this happened. Oh, man. Um, I, I did. I, I actually did. I don't of, know what. Uh, I I don't know where I my wish brain I had. Was, but I 
like I think it was Wednesday or Thursday night. Oh no. The Wednesday or Thursday like before school ended on Friday. Yeah. I went by myself after the kids went to bed right before they closed and oh I just God. like grabbed 20 bucks. I wish I had. I really and- did. I wish I had because um that is one thing that both of my kids have have um had issues with is when yeah. is the library open? When mm-hmm. can we get more books? I know. And you know what? I have bought so many books mm-hmm. online lately. Like I've bought a ton of a Junie B. Jones books for my first yeah. year and um, some Paw Patrol books and just a ton of stuff just to kind of mm-hmm. keep the books going, to keep something interesting because we normally go to the library often, especially on breaks. You know, spring break oh, is too. a big time for us yeah. to go to the library and over the summer um my kids are in the library at least two times a week yeah we so, do too um, i love the, the library yeah they 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 love it there and mm-hmm. they they get a lot out of that that experience so yeah. it does feel like a light like that that's one really positive thing for kids and parks are going to be open up in a week which i'm so right. excited about that we'll be yeah. able you know, even if I can control what they're on, you know, we don't have a big playground set in our backyard. We don't, I mean, Mm -hmm. we have some toys on our deck and stuff, but you know, I'm really missing the parks. Like that's, oh, I can't wait for that stuff to open up with a bit of hesitation, but still. Right. I mean, it, for that, it it, it does, it does still make me a little bit leery, some Mm -hmm. of it, Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like some of the things are opening up prematurely but at the same time um I you know I'm still excited about it yeah uh and you know on the positive end of all of this no matter how you look at it um this will end eventually I mean pandemics Mm -hmm. aren't forever they are temporary Mm -hmm. um it's we you know those of us who have young kids um for the most part uh, many of us are in a good good um um i should say um you know our kids will be stronger for it they're going to be sure. braver um they might be a little more careful and um you know they'll probably be better at washing their hands than we were growing up i mean <laughs> that's for sure you know that's for sure i, they, I don't know how many times where I, the hand sanitizer is yeah, yeah. i tell my yeah. student i tell my students i tell here i am slipping it there you go uh, i tell my kids all the time to you know go wash your hands go wash your hands i don't think i've ever told them so often mm-hmm. to wash their hands although they always needed to wash their hands it's just that you know now it's even more important right um you know and uh and and i and i do think about what our kids will remember i do i hope they remember the good things i hope they do like i my husband and i were talking about it in the last couple of days just you know our our eight-year-old like what do we remember when we were eight um Mm -hmm. you know second grade i remember a lot and so yeah you know i want i don't I hope he doesn't remember the yelling and the, <laughs> the, the they took my Legos away situation. Oh, you know, I here, probably not. No. <laughs> and I mean, he's I think he's going to remember the fact that he got, you know, an extra two months to play with his buddy across the street. And, you know, that we went on walks every day and we played extra games and we did lots of crafts and we put rainbows up in our windows and we participated in the 
teddy bear hunt in our neighborhood. And we, you know, there's so many things I think that were positive and not just in our own homes, but the support for frontline workers and the not just healthcare workers, but people that are at grocery stores that have still stayed open through all of this. Mm -hmm. And our kids are picking up on that. If you have any sort of news program on or anything, they're seeing it and they pick up on how important it is that facets of our society really stepped up to help one another. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've kind of tried to focus on um, as much as we can and put on the like, we're going to get through this even if after they go to bed, we're like, what is happening? But to oh, them so much. <laughs> yeah. To them, yeah, yeah, for sure. To them, it's, you know, with a little bit of me working some in the hospital through this, it's my eight-year-old has asked some very poignant questions like, are people very sick? And yeah, buddy, they are. But there's lots of people getting better too. So right. we just have to keep our kids focused on that and mm-hmm. remember think about it from their perspective of what are they going to remember and try and create as many positive memories for them as we can. I think of that Mr. Rogers line, look for the helpers. I always like to look for the helpers. That's so important. Yeah. It's really hard to get yourself. It's really hard to not um, get so engrossed in all of the craziness and um, negativity that's out there. And just remembering that there are so many help people helping, yeah, people doing good things and doing amazing things for kids and amazing things for the world right now, mm-hmm. and um, you know, focusing on those things are important. And yeah, you know, this, this has hit everybody this- in different ways, but it's hit everybody. Everybody has felt this pandemic in some way. Mm. And we're, you know, we're all in this together. I know I've said that to my oldest multiple times. Mm. Like, look, buddy, we're all in the same boat. Everybody's trying to learn the same way you are. No one gets to swim right now. No one gets to go to a park right now. We're all in the same boat. And so we have to have patience and we have to be gracious to each other. We have to have grace. And we have to say we're sorry because everybody's going to have a bad day. So mm-hmm. we have to be able to let those things slide and move on and think about, you know, we're we're coming hopefully to somewhat of a close, but more like baby steps out of this and trying to be less frustrated with each step and more of a yes, this <laughs> this is, you know, one less restriction maybe slowly at a time to ease right. us out and safely. Of course. Of course. And, you know, this is all a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. But it's going to get better. It's going to get better. better. It's going to get better. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll, uh, We'll catch you next time. Peace out.